Hello and welcome. You're listening to Extra Credit. The internet isn't helping, and it hasn't been for 100 episodes. This is uh, part three of our 100th episode special, and we have a new group in the call with us tonight. These are the latecomers. They are the people who they are the people who uh, are on our main cast, but uh, joined last. That rhymes. I'm the baby. Uh, <laughs> Maltz, Maltz baby. the baby. So, uh, who we have here tonight, Dijon Dujour. Listen, uh, you don't have to call me a latecomer. It was one time it happens to every guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed. Yeah. Beelzebub. <laughs> Technically, we're recording this before Group B, so, like, we're not that late. <laughs> I did this out. No, we can't break k <laughs> Hey. Yeah. Actually, we can't. Beelzeboob. <laughs> Beelzeboob. Hi. <laughs> I'm being excited. Mal- hey. And, of course, me, Shell Game. So... I really wish I had a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, your catchphrase is just uh, saying things very quietly, and then all of us slowly realizing that what you just said was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a point. Well, there's the man behind the curtain. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, you all came... Uh, you all joined the show uh, later than the rest of the cast, so oh, you were brought on at the tail end of things. You didn't have the early parts to be. Uh, you didn't have the experience of the early parts. You didn't have uh, the transitional parts as much. Uh, you've basically been uh, as long as we've uh, sort of restructured. You four have been uh, part of that and that alone. Um, so I kind of wanted to ask you all, what um, what has it been like for you uh, joining something that is already significantly built up, but uh, still had a lot of room to grow? And uh, how was that for you? What was that experience like? Um, I mean, honestly, it was... I, I've always felt this way. I feel like I got in under the wire, and that's, like, fantastic. Because um, I don't think, like, there's a lot of opportunities to do this kind of thing online that are as good-natured as our show is, I think. <laughs> like, like I think a lot of atrocity tourism stuff, it kind of banks on this, like, sense of, like, personal superiority and, like, you know, demeaning these other people and, like, you know... It's a very hateful attitude, and I feel like we don't necessarily appreciate the content we're reading, but all of us really want everyone in the world to feel good, you know? Like, ultimately, we're like, hey, you're not hurting anybody, guy who fucks his car, so I hope you're still happy. Like, that was, like, a note that episode ended on. And so, like, I feel like we just have a very kind show, um, despite everything, and I'm really grateful that I got to get in on that. 
Uh, the uh, opinions a- stated by Beelzebub are those of Beelzebub, <laughs> not the extra credit podcast. You say that, but like, when was the last time we used like a disability as a joke, or you know, like like we don't do that? And I think that's oh, fantastic. that's what you mean. Yeah. No, yeah, and no, ultimately, we want these people to stop living Garbo lives. We want them to feel better and do nicer <laughs> things with themselves, right? We don't want these I mean, people to continue seeking their validation from, like, weird fetish forms. We're like, I yeah, mean, maybe go outside and I, get a life. I, 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 I commit myself to, I don't want them to suffer, and I sort of leave them be after that. Right, exactly! Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, I do kind of agree with Beals on that, though, because, like, as as somebody that loves looking at weird stuff online, a lot of it is, like, I really do enjoy, like, seeing how these communities work, mm-hmm. and as long as nobody's actually getting hurt, then it's just like, yeah, okay, put that rock back down and keep going. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at those interesting creepy crawlies anyway. Look at those ants. Okay. Yeah, but I also don't really want to gloss over the fact that we definitely have had subjects in the past that have... Made us angry. <laughs> oh, for oh, yeah. sure. But I wish yeah. that those people stopped being like that. I don't wish them harm. <laughs> you wish that about everybody. Well, I wish you would stop being like that. And I never will. <laughs> Dijon, what about you? Um, I think that the show, like, someone else has probably brought this up in one of the other episodes, but I think this sh- show benefits so much from just being... I think a hundred percent LGBT. Yeah, how many of us are? Not quite. <laughs> don't don't right. call anyone out. I, I guess. <laughs> Nobody yeah, needs I guess, to know. I guess there's one fly in the butter, but <laughs> <laughs> he's he's fine. He's fine though. Uh, but like, other than that, the fact that like, I can't pinpoint who you're talking about is incredibly telling. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, is so and so. It's stress. Stress, <laughs> stress is straight. Yeah, it's, it's stress. Oh, it's stress. Is it stress? Yes. Yeah. Have we asked? Yes. <laughs> no, yes. It's okay. straight, yes. <laughs> okay, let's make it weird. <laughs> it, was, it, was part, it was part of the entrance exam, and oh. we let him in anyway for some reason. If this didn't come out in the episode he's in, it's out now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a very, a very special message from stress. I'm 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 sorry to take you out of the garbage can closet. Stress. <laughs> God. Uh, but continue that thought, Dijon. Oh, uh, basically, like, I think that something that I think happens a lot, at least happens a lot with me with reading a lot of these people, is that as much as a lot of these people are like really weird in like sometimes like a little bit like mentally distressing ways like oh why do you want to fuck a drill <laughs> that's weird <laughs> um and makes me a little uncomfy but at the same time obvious. like i very much have this acute feeling that i am that to someone else oh for uh, sure and that person is a bad person <laughs> And I don't know. I think I think it it does like kind of encourage me to have like a little bit of like sympathy and also empathy for people. Like you're you're weird, but also if if you want if you want to think about like wristwatches <laughs> while you're fucking and you're not like forcing that upon anyone, you're not using that to be a bad person. 
that's just that's just a weird thing that you do. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember many people on that F plus episode being particularly innocent. But <laughs> well, yeah, like I, I was trying to think of with a better example. That was the first thing that came to mind. But there are definitely a bunch that we've <laughs> read that, like, I come out at the end of it going like, "Well, these people are nice." <laughs> I think it it should also be brought up that uh, the internet today is very different than the internet when we all started on it oh for sure like and there were different there were differing layers of atrocity tourism communities and they ranged usually from kind of mean but didn't didn't go after people and uh reprehensibly awful these are terrible people and Mm -hmm. it seems that while the former got a little more gentle Everyone else just disappeared, and the latter was the only thing left. <laughs> um, the, the other dichotomy than grew. Other... It was just like a gap. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think it feel it especially feels in comparison to what people, what some people will do, like 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 go seeking people out or like dox and dox them oh, and yeah. like harass them or and like even wish just comment the on their shit. Like leave them alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, we have a very strict policy against that. Like, like, there's no need, even if they're a bad person, getting in a f- internet fight with somebody isn't going to change their mind. Like, leave them alone. It's, it's yeah. yeah, it's pointless. It leads to uh, nothing productive. Yeah. And, like, it leads to a complete loss of perspective on what's funny. Yeah. Because, like, yes. I, have, I have been, like, I have left, like, spaces and communities before uh, because... Like they were like into like I like I I went there and I was like oh these people are into like internet as a hobby, uh and then someone would post like, ugh look at this person, they want to fuck this person who wants to fuck plushies is trans uh, yeah and I'm I like, hate that you are focusing on entirely the wrong thing there. <laughs> 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 like th- like there's so much about this that's funny. And you're focusing on the one thing that isn't. Right. It's always like trans or autistic or it's just like, Mm -hmm, what about the mm -hmm. part where they're like fucking the poster on their wall? Like, what happened to that? Why can't that be enough? (laughs) Yeah. why? (laughs) Like, like you've just completely lost all perspective because you're like a shithead. Yeah, I know. And and also, Dijon, you really shouldn't you really shouldn't subtweet something awful. They listen to us sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Nix, you've been trying to get something in for a little bit. What I was going to say is that also, I think, you know, and some people like who listen to this and plus have also had that issue. Uh, just because it's in a doc does not mean the entirety of the site is like that. Right. There have been docs I made where, like, a solid, like, two-thirds of the site were just normal people. hmm And then, mm-hmm. like, you know, you go over this one sub-forum and it's like, whoa, what's going on over here? Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like the Cardia files, right? Yeah, that, no, no, that... <laughs> that is, like, the one doc I still refuse... I'm not gonna go back. I had to... I saw way too much bad videos on that um no i believe uh, you but like like um there's one that i'm working on right now that's just people trying to convince other people on a forum that they're time travelers and like that's really funny but then like the other two-thirds of the site are just people going i saw a light in the sky i think it's aliens and like that just just a random person like that's not funny it's just like a normal weirdo 
Yeah, God, I've had that problem with so many docs that have just died because I'll find a forum that has like an absolutely incredible premise. Like it's ba- it gets based around like 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 fans of something that's completely obscure and insane insane. But like you go into all the threads and it's just normal people talking about like, hey, what what's your favorite thing about UFOs? Well, I think they're pretty cool. Sh- <laughs> they, they got some pretty cool shapes. <laughs> Which is which is honestly a charming conversation. Yeah. It's not really funny. It's just nice. Can we can we make a spin-off podcast where we just like read nice people talking about nice things that are a little off kilter? <laughs> then we're just going to become a bim bam deal. That's that's oh, how you get more Oh my god. No. Um but what I was going to say is I think that that's a thing that we have that other like internet atrocity things don't have is that ability to filter out like, you know, this isn't exactly very good or there's not enough here. Right. We'll just go. Or, God forbid, it's cruel and, like, uncomfortable to read. Because, like, I know you were talking to me about yeah. some stuff, like, is this funny or is this bad? And, like, we came to the consensus, like, if people are getting hurt during it, it's really not that funny. Yeah, I, I've killed more than one dog where I'm just like, I don't, I, I feel like a bad person for continuing this. Mm-hmm. Like, this this is just misery tourism. Right, and that's oh, yeah. totally different. That's completely different. And I think a lot of people miss that boundary. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have had a lot of, had the luck to have uh, uh, 10 years of example of, of how to do and not do certain things, things that worked, things that didn't, how we're different. Uh, we had a pretty firm starting place mm-hmm. so uh, as far as uh the structure goes because especially like say you know the f plus started out uh and they definitely had a wider range and wider set of attitudes towards the uh people they were discussing mm-hmm. and uh that is kind of uh, they've that is uh kind of honed itself to something a little uh, you know a little less um mean-spirited if I ever see somebody say that they don't try to listen to F Plus and didn't like it, and it's because it was the early days, I'd be like, mm, "Fair, actually." <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> yeah, no, there's like a thread on Ball Pit right now about like I listen to the early episodes, and I made a big long post about like, listen, there's good stuff to be gleaned there, but also the reason people don't recommend those is because it's not representative of the attitudes of the hosts anymore. Like that representative of the attitudes, it's not representative of quality. Either. Oh yeah, it's for rough. sure. I was like, aside from quality, you know, it's like. That's that's an obvious sticking point, but I just meant more like, like obviously the tone is shifted, and I think that's important. So, Malt. Yeah, hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) You have, uh, well, you were, um, I believe you and, yes, yes, you were the last one to be brought on officially and permanently. Uh, and so, by the time you started reading, there was already a cast. What was and people seemed to already know what they were doing. What was that like for you? <laughs> um. Well, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> well, I. I. I am surprised that you know. You guys want me to be on the show with you like i'm <laughs> hey mal mal if hey, you hey. Shall correct me if i'm wrong but you brought to me several options and said what's what's your vote and i said oh fuck yeah mal absolutely <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if you did that with other people too, but like, I was like, Malt's like hilarious. If I remember correctly, I was also involved in the decision to bring on Malt. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> you were kind of full disclosure, in. I guess I never really told this story, but I mean, some of you were there for it, so you didn't need to be told, but uh, I actually had for. I had actually had my, been considering you, Balt, for a long time. Yeah. I actually almost wanted to add you when I added Dijon, but we were kind of at a point where I was the 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 change was happening, and I every time in a young podcast's life, <laughs> <laughs> I had to sort of um, I had to be more more prudent in how I brought about new people because I was also telling other other people you can't or <laughs> maybe not you're going to be doing this less and that was very difficult sorry I so didn't mean to laugh. The, it was difficult so at the time I when I <laughs> I so I've actually wanted I wanted you to be on the show much earlier and um by the time we got back around to it I, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, it was, uh, you fit, you fit right in. Oh, you're hysterical, Walt. <laughs> yeah. Well, going back a bit to what you guys were saying, <laughs> I was never, like, into any, I never got, like, myself into any of those, like, atrocity tourism groups. Like, my first... Mm -hmm introduction was just finding stuff like that myself and like posting it to my friends and then i found <laughs> the f plus and that was like wow that's cool i it's you know i it's that thing i do yeah yeah it's people <laughs> laughing at people on the internet that's fun uh yeah. but <laughs> there definitely are a lot mean-spirited groups that i never really had much exposure to but, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I don't have the same experience with the negativity, but I definitely see it out there, and I'm glad we're not that. <laughs> yeah. I am glad you chose to ask me to be on the podcast. It's it's a lot of fun when I get to do it. Uh I'm not the most... It's always a lot of fun when I get you in there. I'm not the most eloquent or um, outspoken, I guess. <laughs> but Yeah, but you get right into it. it it's it's always just... You, you, you just always I get, I get you into recording and you just take off. Like, I'll, I'll give you a reading and you just go for it. Yeah, yeah and like, sometimes I go for it too just... hard and I just stumble over it and that's always good, huh? <laughs> Mal, yeah. your strength is just how you you deliver everything very solidly, and like again, like like sometimes you'll tell a joke just like a little quietly or a little shyly, and it's like hysterical watching that bombshell drop and then slowly explode. Like, yeah, it's yeah, so fucking funny. I've, I've edited more than one episode with you in it, and I've literally been like, no, no, mute everyone else. Let <laughs> say this. Like, yep. yeah, <laughs> I've had to do that a couple like, times myself. Like lower everyone else's volume. Mm -hmm. Malt said something great. See, I, yep. I often feel like I don't, you know, say enough, but I'm glad maybe I do. <laughs> I mean, I think you, you, Malt, fill a very important and specific niche within the 
uh, podcast group um, built, like makeup in that uh, you are the joke sniper. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like you, you, you. Like one shot, one kill. Like, <laughs> yep. Basically, like I don't think I can think of a single joke you've made, Malt, that wasn't really good. Yeah, you never oh, say shit unless you absolutely thought it out and like, like, yeah, that's yeah. the words I want to say. No, but the worst thing is when I think of a joke but I don't say it. And that tortures me, because I think back, I mean, and I'm like, damn, should have said that. I mean, <laughs> but on the, on the other hand, so like, if you did, you might just basically become me, who just kind of says every joke that comes into my head and has like, I don't know, like a 60% hit rate. Fijan, <laughs> I don't know about that. Sometimes I'm listening to episodes that I'm not in, and I'll make a joke like in my head about something that just happened and then you make the same joke and I'm like score <laughs> oh that does happen <laughs> alright let's not uh, let's not get into the uh, oh the ass padding sorry the, yeah yeah. The, no 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 the cycle, the cycle of saying oh I'm bad well no you're not I'm bad no no you're not I'm bad like oh no, oh, no I'm not bad I'm incredible I, I, ha- I, I also fulfill a very important niche which is I just make a bunch of jokes <laughs> That's a cyclical compliment. It's very important. I'm a support class. I make everyone else sound funny because I laugh so much. (laughs) No, I I genuinely feel that everybody here has a very specific, a very specific sort of, uh, not, I don't necessarily want to say gimmick, but like, (laughs) you all have just a, you all have something unique that the others cannot replicate. We all have a magical girl theme. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, mix like that. And like, <laughs> like, you know that was me I trying not to choke. <laughs> so we do want to get started on our readings. Uh, I asked all of you to bring something that was near and dear to your atrocity tourism heart, or whatever you got to fit into that criteria that you just decided. I'm going to read this, and that's that. <laughs> So, uh, let's go ahead and get started. Hey, Dijon. Hey, Shell. Hey, Dijon. So, what brought you to Atrocity Tourism? (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to be the first of probably several people to say something awful. Uh, Um, Especially in the, especially in part two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think I think I I I'm somehow like a something awful alum who ended up here way later than all the other something awful alums. I think largely because I was on something awful for a while, and I don't I don't do social media all that much. I'm mainly just stuck on something awful. That's not important. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> so. I basically got my start on something awful. I joined for the LP subforum. Uh, however, I eventually ended up in uh, Post Your Favorites, which is where I found the Idiots on Social Media thread. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. And I think that m- like um, like m- the vast majority of my posts on something awful were in that thread, which was literally my introduction to the concept of sharing shitty things on the internet with other people and laughing at them. So, and which the thread itself, um, honestly, like, like more than anything else was mainly, mainly just a a way for all of us to, uh, 
complain about our relatives on Facebook. Because <laughs> um, that, that's where most of the content came from, was we would all log into, like, Facebook, uh, and, like, one of our relatives would say something absolutely asinine, and then we'd screenshot it, uh, we'd censor it. <laughs> of any like identifying information because these are literal people we're related to uh, and then post it and then we'd all like laugh at this idiot uh, <laughs> eventually it started to uh, branch out in some other like social medias like twitter um, when that started becoming more popular um, and uh, imger was a big one uh, because surprise imger has a community for some reason yeah. uh, still does <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to it comment on that, sucks. but it does suck. <laughs> yeah, it sucks ass. Uh, that 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 got put that that sucks so much it eventually became its own thread. <laughs> uh, Idiots on Imgur. Um, but that's really like where I got my start, and it still, in a way, defines what I'm most interested in, and it defines what I'm most interested in terms of what I like for atrocity tourism like i still like i still do that thing where i have some people like a couple people that i follow on twitter just because i think that they're really stupid posts are funny so what did that lead you to bring us tonight so that has brought me to uh something unfortunately basically anything that i would have loved back in the ads on social media thread is gone uh, that is into the ether. However, I do have something that is definitely within the spirit of one of my favorite type of content uh, on social media, which is people who are incredibly self-important uh, <laughs> accidentally <laughs> revealing that they're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very good. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to... Uh, Baron Betty and the Hot Nuts. <laughs> wow. New from Chuck Tingle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a, a blog, a very short-lived blog, um, about uh, Baron Betty, uh, so named because uh, she has a terrible womb. Oh, shit! Oh, Sorry, I was here when you discovered this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Sorry, I got really excited. Uh, and she she blogged about her and her husband, Hot Nuts, uh, so-called because he has a, a condition uh, known as his nuts are too hot, <laughs> <laughs> which kills the sperm. So, all right. Are- so Nature's decided these two should not biologically have a child. They're, like, doubly incapable of having children. So, um... So they they've this this whole blog is about them attempting to have a like a give birth to a child despite nature, nature looking them in the eye despite nature looking them in the eye and saying no no you adopt <laughs> but no they're spending so much money and uh, today however they have a slightly different issue than uh, her husband's spicy nuts <laughs> yeah. uh, and they're asking they're imploring you. Uh, to think mm. before you dink. Oh, okay. Listen, readers, <laughs> think before you dink. For those that are fortunate enough to not have been called a dink, the term stands for dual income, no kids. 
and it is mm-hmm. often used to describe couples who are both working professionals who live what others may consider an extravagant lifestyle, aka yuppies, without kids. But what if you don't want to be childless? Listen, breeders, think before you dink. I've compiled a short, in quotes, list of reasons as to why dinking someone is deeply offensive. One, it is not okay to be defined by the fact that we cannot have children. After dealing with infertility over the years, it's so fascinating to me how other people view my husband and myself. We are constantly singled out or separated from events and conversations because we are different from them, the breeders. And they can't understand or aren't intelligent enough to make sense of it. Okay. (laughs) I just can't. I think it's so funny how she just assumes everyone who's ever been labeled dink, which for what it's worth is not derogatory. It's just like a tax term. Uh, Like... That she assumes, like, all of them are like, we want kids, right? Like, and it's so Mm. offensive that you would say this thing to me, breeder, who wants kids desperately. Yeah. That's the funny I'm not like those other dinks. (laughs) Nah. Two, just because you can't afford our life doesn't make it a bad one. Oh my god. Uh, Okay. Dink (laughs) alludes to a lifestyle that someone typically breeders on very fixed incomes view as wasteful, mm-hmm. extravagant, and reckless. Okay. Since moving to the suburbs, I've never felt more like our lifestyle choices are viewed under a microscope. A cheap microscope. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, yes, we like to travel. Yes, we like to go out to eat. Yes, we like to go to a vineyard on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Yes, we buy full-size candy bars for Halloween for the kids on our street. I didn't this year after all the snide comments we heard last year. Uh I only bought them for the kids I'm familiar with. Snide comments like, oh, you bought full-size candy bars. That must have cost a fortune. (laughs) Fuck you, (laughs) breeder. How dare you? (laughs) Thanks thanks for getting big candy bars. That must have cost a whole lot. Oh, I can't believe you're judging (laughs) me like this. God, you're so stupid. (laughs) No, there's money I have because I don't have kids. It's like an anchor tied to my neck. God. <laughs> I only bought them for the kids I'm familiar with. It's what my neighbor did growing up, and I always thought it was nice. The thing is, we don't live an extravagant lifestyle. Even uh... though we may appear to be to other... Yeah, you know, with the with the, the weekly vineyard visits. <laughs> the yeah, I'm sure that there's nothing... And the trips, constant trips. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's something coming up that will definitely support and not refute what you just said. Yeah, yeah. Even though we may appear to be to others, we have worked aggressively to save a small fortune to even attempt to have a baby. And when we are traveling to Paris or Spain or Iceland, <laughs> it's mainly to get our minds off the fact that we can't have children. We do also love to travel. <laughs> My entire life is defined by the fact that I am infertile. But it isn't. It's you not. are not allowed to say that. Only I can define I myself by my infertility. <laughs> Christ. I do think the offenders often come from a place of jealousy. A lot of sums in my household mm-hmm. would literally pick, maybe even steal. 
a penny up off the street to help with their finances. I think that's totally fine, and I certainly don't criticize them for not being able to afford their children to play sports, to play, to play travel sports or go to the movies because of their choices. They're I think going out to pick up pennies? Yeah, because they can't afford for their kids to play sports. And I do like fault. that you were implying that it's it could be construed as stealing. Yeah. Because I presume steal a penny. because somebody drop it. Dropped Listen, it. I dropped that penny. That's my penny still. I put my name on it. That's for my Paris fund. I think everyone has the right to define their own lives and decisions that they make. Side note. Apparently the antithesis to Dink is sitcom. Single income, two, three children, oppressive mortgage. I don't I've... think that's true. <laughs> no, I made it up. It's, it's real now. And I've never even thought to use that in a sentence besides this one. Then why did you make it up? <laughs> nah. I'm going to skip number three. Number four. Stop hating on our success. <laughs> I feel like... I- Dink? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yes. What? Do you have, no. some- do you have something bitchy to say because you have a womb that works? I just feel like that small fortune that you had amassed maybe could have been better spent on, like, a therapist. Shut up, breeder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. I have so many children. Uh, why why don't you go ovulate some more? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. After that, Twitter witch cursed my womb to be barren. <laughs> yeah, I bet your yeah, I bet your fucking boyfriend has the coldest nuts on the block. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what they call him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cold nuts! <laughs> you, you can just you can just put them on your forehead to cure a headache. <laughs> You know, with my migraines, it's really convenient. (laughs) (laughs) Please continue, Dijon. Yeah. Dink undermines all the efforts we have put in to becoming successful. I have a doctorate and work my ass off in a relatively high-stress technical sales job. Uh Yes, spending the majority of my 20s focused on education and advancing my professional life certainly put children on hold and led to getting married at 32 and IVF at 34. You know, normal ages for having kids, but why undermine the success we've been able to achieve in the meantime? Since when is it a bad thing to be successful? And also, why, when we do finally have kids, they will play travel sports, go to private school, if that's what's best for them, and live the life we've dreamed of giving our children and work so hard to be able to give. I I still, she's like still going on about like, like, you know, our our interim success up until the point that my pussy finally spits out some husk of a baby who's been starved in there because our bodies are just not built for it. Like, like what is she talking about? Like, you're right. You have been successful. Revel in it. What's your problem? Also, she is. Also, she's not. Um, <laughs> no, she very clear. This, that is what she is writing this. No, for. she's desperately trying to. Five, we have purpose. Dink implies that childless adults don't have purpose. How? How does it imply that? Because, listen, the only purpose in life is to have a child from my womb. (laughs) There is no other purpose in life. Or is there? 
Okay? Now I, th- I think that's it. The purpose is having a is having a womb that works and sticking needles in my husband's <laughs> ball sack. Well, that too. I mean, I think she says something different, but well, I am here to remind you that people without children do, in fact, have a purpose in life. Our purpose is just as valid and worthwhile as anyone else's with our without children. Ma'am, ma'am, can I ask? <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> can, can I ask what you think your purpose is, ma'am? Just out of curiosity, outside of having kids, what do you think your purpose is, ma'am? <laughs> no. Show up to, to flaunt my vacations and my vineyard trips and my fucking make a huge deal about my full-size candy bars that I guarantee you nobody actually cared about. Like... Other than the kids, they love like them. Like, she desperately wants her vineyard trips to fulfill her, but she clearly just wishes she had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, remember BBs. That stands for Baron uh, Bettys, by the way. Oh, sure it does. Oh, boy. <laughs> we aren't defined by the fact that we cannot have children. That is why I have named myself Baron <laughs> Betty. <laughs> we are worth. We, we have worth. We are strong. We are a hopeful. And one day, we will look back at the terrible Wait. time when we couldn't have children. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Wait, now it's terrible? But you're just saying that it's fine. No, see, Listen. the thing is- Which it is. The thing is, it's you're fine. not defined by having children, because one day you'll have children and it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, and then, and then you can finally drop the act and admit it was terrible. Yep. <laughs> I mean, she's kind of already admitting it's terrible. She hates it. So, again, therapy would have been a much better investment. And look back at the terrible time when we couldn't have children and value all that we learned in life about ourselves and others and be proud. For example, I learned that all the other mothers are jealous bitches. <laughs> uh, when you scroll down, and I believe that this is her author comment, uh, it says Baron Betty and the Hot Nuts on their quest to make a baby. Yeah. God. But yeah, that's, they're not... that's the entirety of what this blog is about. <laughs> but they're, uh, you know, why would they be defined by that? Oh yeah, no, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not defined by this thing that she has dedicated an entire blog to. Where she has a photo of, uh, she has like an entire, like, you know, those like back of door hanger things that you can put like stuff in that have a bunch of pockets and they're as tall as the door? Mm-hmm. She has one of those. It's literally just full of fertility drugs, and each pocket has a different fertility oh, drug. Jesus Christ. Mix has a uh, Mix has done a search while you were reading there for R slash Dink, and it came up. It exists, and it also happens to provide a link with to Child Free. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So I get the impression that it is not these single income something something sitcom people who. Are throwing the word dink around. <laughs> I think I think dinks are generally self-applied. <laughs> well, you see, d- dink is just neat for bo- baby boomers. I mean... It- <laughs> <laughs> I see. It's literally just, like, a term for, like, a classification of person. 
It's yeah. not derogatory in any income, sense. No kids. Yeah, it's literally just like this kind of voter or this kind of taxpayer or like it's not. <laughs> oh yeah, like sitcom. <laughs> well, except except sitcom definitely includes like a value judgment on terms of the oppressive mortgage. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Mortgages are pretty oppressive. Hey, mix. Yes. So. I'm going to ask you the same question about how you got into atrocity tourism, but I would love it if you could keep it to two minutes or less. <laughs> I don't talk that much, Shell. Jeez. <laughs> the ticking. problem's not you. <laughs> um, like, for me, it's it's very obvious the moment you, like, look at my icon and go, oh, you're a furry. And that answers the question just because <laughs> I have been on the internet since I was, like, 11. It was not a good thing. Um, but a lot, a lot of my experience with online, like atrocity stuff is through firsthand living it and being involved with those kind of people firsthand, like front, like I literally have been front lines with so much shit that's been covered on F plus that at the time I was like, (laughs) wow, this is weird. I'm still going to be friends with this person because I'm a teenager and stupid. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah. Uh, like I've I've said I've mentioned some of the stuff in uh, the extra credit Discord. Uh, like uh, I had an ex send me Idoser clips. The Rufy ones didn't work. Uh, I've wow. like That's known. Insane. That's right. God. Take this, Rufy. I've known the weirdest like f- the weirdest like fetish shit ever. Like there's there's some stuff that I'm just like I need to find a way to make this a doc. Um. I've accidentally founded a micro cult before, but that's an entirely different story. Oh, um, okay. Listen, I called a micro cult because there was only like twenty something people involved. Um, <laughs> Mere twenty yeah, something. So, I mean, the uh, Final Fantasy house man's with less. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, if it wasn't online, it would have turned into that. I'm not joking on that, actually. Um, but just like in general, like you know, being a furry and involved with furry stuff has given me front row seats in ways that still continue to like impress me that I'm not jaded with the internet at all. Hmm. But I I think that also makes is why I keep finding fucking everywhere I go content for docs because I, (laughs) yeah, you do. It's like, I see ley lines and it's just like, Oh, I wonder where this link goes. And then like (laughs) two minutes later, I'm like, okay, I'll just add it to the, fucking archive (laughs) the 47,000 docs in progress so you've always been uh you've always been really mixed up in this stuff (laughs) Uh, I take it it back (laughs) I I always love them when you when you when you guys don't I love those the jokes that malt gives us But yeah, like looking looking at my archive right now, I have almost fifteen pages worth of links. So <laughs> I don't think I'm ever gonna run out. Hey Mix. Yeah. So given all that, what did you bring? <laughs> okay, so I mean I I've already said the big thing, it is related to furry bullshit. Uh this is mm-hmm. a very personal hate that I have. Uh it is a well known furry celebrity uh has been mostly ostracized from the fandom at this point. 
Uh, I've had the misfortune of living like two hours away from this person for most of my life. So oh, no. I could have met uh, him oh. at a Walmart and not known it because I was a kid. And oh. I hate having to live with that for the rest Sorry. of my life. I think I, I think I remember this. I think we talked about this at one point. So I, I've, <laughs> I've prepared... got a guess of who it might be, but I'm not going to drop names. No, I, I, I have prepared uh, a handful of small blog posts from one uh, infamous man by the name of Two of the Ranting Griffin. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I, I, was, I was going to jokingly suggest it was that. I didn't expect it was actually going to be two. No, it is. I'm going to be frank with you. Like, you know all those, like, jokes about, like, furry YouTubers rant sonas? Like, six or seven of them live in the state I grew up in. <laughs> it's insane. Like, why do they live so close to where I grew up? It's like British comedians. They all know each other. <laughs> they do! <laughs> I'm, wow. God, I'm so glad I don't live there. Um, anyway, <laughs> the first blog post is called A Conclusion that he made in 2008. Okay. <laughs> nice beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Serious post ensues. The recent discussion, while obviously partly comedic, has led me to a few serious realizations. Chiefly, the realization that people have become so caught up in this modern, offense-free workplace world mm. that they don't even have the balls to define themselves anymore. People are denying themselves their own identities for fear they may end up sending a splinter up the ass of a 38-year-old infant with a chip on his shoulder and a lawyer on the other by simply telling him that he doesn't belong in every single clubhouse in the fucking neighborhood. Yeah, Reminder, why can't I self-identify as a slur? There can't be any losers. Everyone is a winner. Everyone gets a trophy. Everyone gets a medal pinned on him, even if it's for being I, Oh, person. I don't know, too. I think that there's a loser here. Least medals. Reminder, this dude's like in his late 20s at this point. Uh, it's a world. Yeah, so really wise. <laughs> it's a world of middle-aged third graders, while everyone must win, or someone will fall on the floor and start screaming and shitting their diaper. No one is allowed to excel anyone else. The person. Uh, yeah, I can't excel anyone else actually. <laughs> the person who sits in the back of the room eating glue and drooling out unintelligible half sentences is just as special. Wow. Two thousand eight. Huh. This guy sucked for over a decade. Uh, <laughs> As is he still alive? Because I have a hot theory that he might still suck. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> he very much still sucks. Uh, now he's just older and sucky. He's a 38-year-old infant with a chip on one shoulder and a lawyer on the other now. <laughs> something, something, uh, every, everyone must be an undefined, featureless glob of sparkling success, no matter how great or how little an effort they put into being a valuable human being. Everyone must be equal. It has become a violation to our inalienable human rights to be excluded from anything. Exclusion equals difference, and we don't dare point at someone and tell them they're different. Exactly. And that's why when that person does invent the cure for AIDS, it shouldn't go to anyone. Wait, shit. Anyway, here's the other shoe that's about to drop. If you ask oh. if you ask someone what a furry is, they'll tell you there is no definition. Is that true? I, I can um, think of several definitions, just like one or two. Yeah. Well, Wait, if there's no definition, am I a furry? Are we all furries? <laughs> it's always different no matter who you ask. The creeping furry. Anyone, anyone can be a furry. <laughs> So long as they decide they are, almost like it's a subculture community. You, yeah, is he saying all, you have to yeah. be like born like a, a furry? <laughs> <laughs> like you can't well, steal he, furry no, identity. No, he's, he, no, no, he's saying that. Uh, he's saying that it's 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 all it's all bullshit to be 
to make people feel special by calling themselves a name, I think. This is a a load of self-serving bullshit to keep spineless, weepy rejection griefings from throwing a tantrum. I'm skipping this next (laughs) sentence because it's got slurs in it. Wait, so he said- No, you've been rejected from the furry community. You know how they keep a really strict boundary there? (laughs) Where, like, you know, like, this certain type of person isn't allowed in. Am I right, fellas? Beals, it took me two years to get my approval. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to diminish your accomplishment. Oh, you're a furry? Name five of your fursonas. <laughs> uh, well, any, gr- any group must have a definition. This is a fact. I think you can. A group must have boundaries, it must have barriers and edges to determine who is a part of the group and who is not. Mix, I'm that sorry to make this joke, point. but I do not remember furries having boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> well, a, group, a group without a definition cannot be a group without a set criteria of who is included and who is not. A group is meaningless... Uh, something, something. He's All right. About words. Okay, okay. I've got this. Hot take. Hot take. Uh, furries are people who uh, identify with avatars that are anthropomorphic animals, and people who don't do that thing aren't furries. Eh? You did it! Yay! Eh? Jeopardy yeah, noises here. <laughs> what other definitions? What do we have? Do we have actual? Do we actually have definitions for anything next? Well, I assure you, there is a definition for furries and Christians. Just as there is for rocket scientist and Chinese person and green things. There's, there's, I, you know, the definition green things. Yeah, it's it's very defined. You could say it's an object, in fact. I think um, that one of those had to. He, I think he had to hit backspace on one of those yeah. <laughs> and enter something more palatable. Which one was it? We'll never know. I'm gonna, but I'll say like you get you get the gist on this one. He's very sure about how yeah. furries are. So, fast forward mm-hmm. about a year to 2009. Uh, for context, this is about a person that went on to the Tyra Banks After Dark show and basically was like, oh, Yeah, we're furries. Oh. We fucking fursuits. That happens occasionally. And furries melt down because they, they love pretending that there's no sex involved. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, it, like, I mean, in retrospect, they were just like, Yeah, it happens sometimes. They weren't even saying all furries do this, just like we do. Yeah, no, like, I remember this. There was a huge fallout because, like, they don't like talking about that. Like, Oh, yeah, they are they are permanently banned from Fur Affinity, like, no joke. Yeah, no, um, like, people hate acknowledging the fact that, yeah, this is a fuck wait, thing in a lot of places. Fur Affinity like, <laughs> is about, is, is all porn, pretty much, right? But these people are banned for talking about it being sexual? Because uh, cause they like making it palatable to, like, the... Okay, it's... It's this is a whole other doc. Yeah, um, sorry. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. This, yeah, to, this is a culture. Ranting thing. Griffin had his own opinions on this situation. <laughs> of course uh, he did. There seem to be a lot of furries out there who are still confused about how this bad media thing works. That is the conditions under which some oversexed, obnoxious, hyper giggle fairy goes in front of national media. Oh, by the way, I want you to know the couple it. is a straight couple. By the way, like fully heterosexual. Um, giggle fairy. <laughs> so I don't know why he picked this word. They're sh- they're a straight couple. Um, goes, I, I think it's I think he just picked the word because he's the nostalgic critic. <laughs> Uh, and goes in front of national media, makes everyone think the furry fandom is filled with people like them. Uh, it kind of is. <laughs> um, is it bad? Yes. Because that signals all the other oversexed, obnoxious, hyper-giggle fairies that 
holy consecrated shit, Batman, these are our people. Uh, oh, this and, is Nostalgia Critic. <laughs> and our furry cons start filling up with people who simply want to come to a hotel to fuck strangers. I certainly oh I say! <laughs> Hang on. People well, going to idea. a convention to fuck? <laughs> yeah, any convention. <laughs> Gobble cock and parade private bedroom activities in public to thumb their nose at a society with whom they couldn't get along. Rita, I mean, you're going to them and doing stand-up, my guy. You are in the same barrel as these fish you're shooting. Also, I mean, yes, that's the point. <laughs> you could- that's that's why they do. That's why they do a full convention because they do, oh, they don't do it elsewhere. Well, they come for a lot of reasons, but the I mean, yes, of course. Like there are plenty of other things. Like you do just want to meet people and like the, see things. The least of all is anything having to do with being a fan of anthropomorphics. What? If you hadn't <laughs> Wait, you don't go to furry conventions cuz you like furry shit? Well, you see, if you hadn't noticed, the number of these twinks has risen yep, sharply since the media started <laughs> slamming the fandom a few years ago. Wait, okay, so- Well, you know, twinks will show up, but there's slamming going on. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the news says furries are a bunch of giggle fairies who go to hotels to fuck, then giggle fairies who want to go to hotels to <laughs> fuck will start shining If they said we were satanic bikers... Well, guess what? All the satanist bikers would go. <laughs> At least they'd keep their pants on. <laughs> so, like, God, so, like, you're mad because you want definitions for what furry means, but then when people set definitions for what furry means and you don't like it, you're mad about that. No, I think I think this person I think two thinks that like non-furry like just regular gay people are showing up at furcons to cruise because they think that that's what furcons are for, and I guess they're getting real like. Like, really disappointed, but they're like, oh, there's just a bunch of foxes everywhere. What the fuck? <laughs> I want to do this. I said I wanted an otter, but not like this. There's a lot of drama right now about the latest giggle fairies to voluntarily go on national TV and represent the fandom. Some furs are pissed off. Other furs are pissed off at the furries who are pissed off. Some support the giggle fairies, others don't. I didn't know I had to say Stop. giggle fairies. So in this. <laughs> giggle fairy, That's... giggle fairy, giggle fairy. Oh shit, you so summoned fun. it. <laughs> Open your eyes for just a minute and look at what's going on. It doesn't matter what happens. The media will get their story if they want it. Oh my god, certain people just end up talking more because they're more outgoing. <laughs> the, the Tyra show sent requests to furry lists asking for people who wanted to be on the show. If all the intelligent furries <laughs> decline, if all the furries- A.K.A. introverts. If all the furries who don't want the fandoms to be seen as a sex show tell them to eat dog shit, then who is that going to leave? I exactly. guess people who don't say rude things to somebody casually asking them if they want to be on a show. <laughs> <laughs> if, if people who care about the fandom and are smart enough not to go on national television walk away, it's only going to leave the media a selection of morons who just want their mugs on TV and who don't truly give a shit about how the fandom is represented. The media wins. It's exactly who they want to put in front of a camera. It's not like they vet yeah, people for yeah. this talk show at all. Playing into their yeah, hands, you sheeple. You know, Finally, <laughs> literal the, sheeple. Uh, finally, the media—the media who wants to go in and dismantle the furry community one block at a time. Well, well you know, th- fortunately for us, real, so. fortunately for us, two has an answer. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. Well, what's the solution? 
For the intelligent furs to volunteer for the spot before the morons get them? No. If an intelligent okay. furry gets in front of the camera and represents the fandom without making us all look like pervs, it'll simply not be shown. The That's right, they continue. throw out the entire show. <laughs> oh, you're boring. You can't uh, be on this talk show. <laughs> <laughs> the media will continue down the line until the get a hold of a moron who will say just what they want to hear. And you always run the risk of being misquoted or being led into a verbal trap. I, why do you, what do you think the media wants to do to the furry community? Like, I don't think that there's an agenda against you. Did you think that the CSI episode was a documentary? (laughs) Uh, No, it's the result of giggle fairies getting their truth out, but not mine. Skip, skip, skip a bit. Uh, Giggle fairies are taking over the furry fandom. They have been for years, and the only way to stop them is to tell them to get lost, which furries are not willing to do. In Almost so, like they're all kind of horny. <laughs> in the end, all we're doing is filling what we have left of our fandom with wah. 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 So dude's, dude's, just, dude's just homophobic, right? Oh. No, choose a gay man. <laughs> I, uh, that's that's uh, still... Is, so is, oh. I mean, is, is he using... Giggle fairies as like a stand-in for the F slur in the same way that like weird mask gay dudes will use the F slur to refer to like the bad gays. Yeah. No, I think it's just more that he saw a Sparkle Dog for Sonas and like had an aneurysm. <laughs> I mean, he let the mask slip. He said twink earlier. Yeah, no, mm. I'd argue it is definitely homophobic. Uh, I'm you can't say just say that- he's gay and act yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I'll say this last sentence from this, and then we'll move on to the last one. Uh, the real furries out there will find a way to adapt, either by starting other groups or learning to accept being known as perverts. And I think we know which choice people chose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know? Actually, ironically, it, it worked out. It, both. It worked out just fine. Both, both actually have happened at this point. Uh, yeah. They will they will go out and they will uh, start, like, alternatives to fur affinity that, like, are less about porn, like, hmm. <laughs> Alternatives to fur, if any, to let me post worse, grosser porn. <laughs> anyway, uh, just to touch on the very last one, this was this was in 2010. This is one of the last posts he makes to his live journal before abandoning it completely for Twitter. Uh, oh boy! As do. <laughs> yeah. This was this was after the conclusion. This is it. All oh, exclamation. Uh, for the last 10 years of my no, life, I've stay. dedicated myself to entertaining people, uh, not in the way you want it to be, uh, <laughs> other than- I- Hmm, those other posts didn't seem to be about entertaining people. <laughs> well, other than jerking off, I've never done anything for 10 years. I've- I- I guess that's entertaining. <laughs> I've had no jobs, hobbies, relationships, houses, or even opinions that have lasted for 10 years or more. Well, no, you're 20-something. Oh no, he's in his 30s not. now. <laughs> This, oh. is, this is 2010. Yeah. Yet, it's old now. Still, honestly. When I, Shut up! When I began entertaining, <laughs> time seemed to have no meaning anymore. As long as there was at least a handful of people out there, I was somehow helping to cheer up, laugh, or think. I had my reason to continue. You guys have kept me going for an entire decade now, and I don't regret a moment of it. Well, maybe you should. and think. Something, something. That's why I want to share some news with you. If any of you have enjoyed the rants, shows, or podcasts I've put on, does anyone the- enjoy mm. to the rant? Like, does he have a fan base? 
Um, very briefly in the mid two thousands, that most of them went. Ooh, you kind of suck, actually, and stopped. Like, I'm, I'm really I wondering, like, where do a rant? Where the like homophobic, gay, furry, like who likes jerking off but doesn't approve of porn? Like, where does he line up in the furry fandom? Well, you it's see, called, it's called burned furs, Spiels. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Well, no, now they're now it's furry raiders who are just oh. Nazis. Oh. oh, okay. Is Tither and Groovin a Nazi? I don't... Uh, he says he's not, but his uh, old demo discs of him with a two insignia over Nazi out uniform uh, says otherwise. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. Also, well, that explains a, a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Through a little work on my bunny's part... Oh. Uh, I have been booked at the comedy store in West Hollywood. If you've ever watched Comedy Central, you've seen the venue. Yeah, probably. Almost any time a comic has a stand-up show on that channel, this is the stage it's filmed on. Yeah, I actually can picture. Yeah. I'm going to be a part of a set of comics performing that night, and if enough people come to see me, they will give me my own show. I don't believe I you. if it happens. <laughs> well, Sorry, I'm good. Malt, you got Listen, me. Listen, I can't count the number of people who've said to me over the years, you are so going to be on Comedy Central one day. Well, right now is the time that you can make that happen. But I need your support. I can't do it on my own. You guys have an opportunity to put a stand-up comic from our own furry fandom into the homes of every mundane <laughs> in the U.S. for the first time. That's weird. I can't find any of his... I can't find any of his Comedy Central specials. <laughs> Well, I mean, here's the thing. You can do this by coming to see his show. If Massive Pile of Guys come in, cheer him on. That'll be all the owners need to see. He currently has 20 tickets for sale. Woo! Wow. But hey, they were only going for $10 each, and they buy you an entire night of comedy from several different comics, not just him. Thank God. Oh, and if he runs out, you can still get tickets at the door for $15 the night of the show. Because, you know, $15 comedy seems like a good... Yeah, that's that's how you know you're on your way to the big time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, why, you may as well just go to the bar and watch the open mic at that point. <laughs> I would like to invite anyone who can make it to come to the comedy store in Hollywood on September 16th and make some noise for me. Hyperlink here. Hell, wear your tail and ears. Make Ooh. a show Yes. <laughs> Something tells me this didn't happen. You sound hmm. you sound like uh like one of those perverted giggle fairies that likes to flaunt everything in public. No, no I'm that's flaunting different. my humor. I will I'm gonna end this by mentioning one thing offhand that is just puts all this in a very different perspective. Uh a couple of years ago his husband got arrested for fucking child pornography. <gasps> oh cool. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure he was dating Ooh. during all of this. His bunny? Ripped. Uh oh. But it's okay. He quote unquote had no knowledge of it. Oh, I'm That's, sure. <laughs> oh god, I'm deeply upset by that. Edit point. <laughs> like, <laughs> Is that him? <laughs> wow. It's all. I, I. It's a good thing that he's not a terrible person himself. Otherwise, we might have thought he was part of that yeah and we don't yeah i definitely wouldn't know yeah i, I 
Listen, you don't know things about the people that you date. How, when when was the last time you've asked the person you're dating a question? Uh, never. I've never asked Matt anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I try not to hear Roy talk. That's a lie. Hey, that's a lie. You, I, I had you ask him about uh, about um, the uh, Lilat Adventures thing. Oh, right. <laughs> and he promptly went, oh my god, why'd you make me remember that? <laughs> <laughs> A Tales of Nimbus, that's that's what it was. Oh if you even god. look at the person you're dating, that means you don't trust them. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I, only, I only interact with my boyfriend through the astral plane. <laughs> so, Beelzebub. Yes. I need you to answer the question of how you got into disaster, disaster, uh, atrocity tourism, but I need you to try to do that in one minute. Oh, how much time <laughs> am I gonna shorter. have? Because we have had over, we are, we are, we are well over an hour now. We're just enjoying uh, ourselves. And we are only halfway Is through. Else good? I'm good. I'm must going to have to create time. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, I didn't. I was never, um, I was never on something awful. I feel like I'm one of the few people who dodged that. Uh, instead, I had the yeah, I wasn't the either. wonderful experience of being a part of uh, Chans. Um, oh, I was on I was on 4chan Oof. for a minute. Aww. That didn't go well. Well, bye, Beals. I, no, I haven't been on Chan in a hot minute. Um, but yeah. uh, but what happened was uh, I I was raised. Um, in like a Christian household, so I was pretty like sequestered uh, with regards to a lot of stuff, and so um, mm-hmm. I wound up kind of exposing myself to internet uh, weirdness without really knowing it was weirdness because I had no frame of reference. Uh, and one of those places, oh, this is just what people well, do. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like like my first exposure to like written erotica, for instance, was like uh, the Ace Attorney kink meme on LiveJournal, where they have an alphabetized list of every fetish on the internet. And that was, like, my first yep. exposure to porn, and I was like, I guess. Like, <laughs> I guess people are just into that. Wonder if, and, like, wonder if I, I wonder if I read anything you, put, you commented. <laughs> I did not interact on any of these places. So, that I was, was I, uh, I wound up on, um, on the TF2chan server. Like, that was, uh-huh. that was where I wound up forging a lot of actual lifelong friendships. It was actually a very weird place because it had, like, Chan humor, but then also everybody was incredibly gay. So, like, it was like this overlap into a world I had never experienced in my own upbringing. And um, so I kind of had this this period where I was like, this is normal. Everything here is normal. And then I I, I suddenly started having this awakening moment where I went, are people, like, enjoying this? Or, like... <laughs> 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 and, um, at, at some point, the chan completely imploded on itself, and that's a story for another time, but, uh... Which is how I wound up on Tumblr. <laughs> oh, what a transition. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, with your chan background... Uh, this was This was one of the first, um... There were a lot of different, uh, like, channels. I don't know what they call them. You know, like, areas on the... Channels. Yeah, channels. Hey! Yeah, well, uh, yes. And that, one of them yeah. was for um, uh, not safe for work fan fiction or adult fan fiction. 
Okay. And this was a very popular art author uh, by the name of Toronto Marty. And um, he was sort of known for writing, like, comedy porn. And Great. this was, like, a piece where, like, everybody was, like, <laughs> everybody was, like, this is so funny. And also, I have a boner. And I was, like, looking at these comments and going, like, I don't see either of these things, actually. Uh, I don't, I don't understand uh, either of these things. I am neither committed nor boner. Uh, this is called The Milk. Oh. Uh, and I've assigned the us milk. all reading roles because there's a lot of speaking roles in this. Oh boy. Uh, wait. Oh boy. <laughs> do you all get to participate? This is, did, did everybody, did everybody prepare for this? It's this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've rehearsed my lines. You, you practice your role? Yeah, well, how, how did you assign roles? Uh, oh, good, you gave me an accent. Oh, everybody has an accent. It's TF2. Hooray. <laughs> if you know the accent, Godspeed. If you don't, don't worry about it. Uh, but I thought, um, Dijon, you have the uh, very important role of a, uh, a character that was popular <laughs> on TF2chan called Tenta Spy. And I'll let you uh, decide what that is. Sure, I'm, I'm sure I'll be introduced to this character <laughs> through the story. Yeah, no, it's a very complicated role you're playing. Uh, your dialogue is uh, very varied. Aw, oh, man. We're out of milk. <laughs> the scout whined, appending the carton over his breakfast cereal. A few pathetic drops plopped onto the dry flakes. I believe I have a solution. <laughs> the medic said from across the kitchen counter. Good, it's written. Hair spy, written come here. Mm, excellent German accent. <laughs> I love your German I accent. Know, I haven't played TF2. <laughs> None. A, vo <laughs> Sorry. A voice echoed up from the drain in the kitchen's tiled floor. What's that freak gonna do about us being out of milk? The scout <laughs> frowned. No offense, spy fact. Yes, that classic <laughs> Chan humor. <laughs> the four-inch metal grating popped off the drain and something blue began to squeeze up through, moving in pulsatile waves oh, like a balloon ooh. slowly being filled with jelly. The spy's head emerged from the sewer. That's, still feels like a balloon. <laughs> it was followed by his shoulders extruding from the narrow drain and then by the Frenchman's arms which brushed slime and creases from the previously impeccable blue suit coat. Huh. Finally. That is funny, and I have a boner. <laughs> we all do. Finally, a thick sheaf of tentacles slithered out of the drain, slapping wetly against the floor as the spy heaved himself into a semblance of an upright stance. The rest of the team, assembled for breakfast, tried not to stare. That's so sexy, I forgot to laugh. So he's like Ultros from Final Fantasy, right? A little bit. Keep your hands to yourself, Doctor. So, what? You have some spooky spy way to get more milk? The scout looked quizzically at the former man. Maybe steal it from the red base? I do not see why you think I would, even if I could. <laughs> Dijon. The spy raised <laughs> his chin, but it quickly sank again. Mon dear, has anyone got a cigarette? <laughs> Bring some horrible octopus is not easy. <laughs> Don't tease the octopus, kids. <laughs> Smoking is terrible for your health. The medic smirked, 
then procured a pack of cancer sticks from inside his coat. Uh But you can have one if you allow me to demonstrate your milk capacity. Oh. (laughs) This has a bunch of cartons Mm. on him, right? The spy compressed his lips sharply, but could not tear his gaze from the packet of sweet, sweet nicotine. His hands now, with short, sharp claws poking out the tips of his gloves, were shaking. Merd, fine. He grabbed at the smokes and jammed one into his mouth, momentarily revealing pointed, interlocking teeth. So confused as biology. For the love of God, give me a light. Dijon, I have to be honest with you. Sometimes people would come onto the chan and ask about tennis spies, bi- like biology and like how he worked, and people were just like, dicks go in the bottom. And that was like the whole explanation. <laughs> <laughs> Dicks go in bottom, tickles come out top. I mean, it really sounds like Ultros. <laughs> like the interlocking teeth and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the medic cupped the spy's hands possessively as he lit the cigarette. Sit down, Air Spy, if you would be so good. <laughs> Tight <laughs> the spy did not so much sit at the table as wrap himself around a chair in the bliss of <laughs> his wrap kids. <laughs> bliss of his first smoke of the day, the spy didn't seem to care that the medic seized one of his tentacles and held it aloft. Zo, <laughs> the medic said, preparing <laughs> to lecture his team. <laughs> In the first days after the teleporter respawn tomato sandwich incident, before Hair Spy gained full control of his new limbs, I observed that the tentacles would sporadically secrete a white liquid from the tips. I analyzed the substance and found it similar in composition to mammalian milk, only with more protein and less fat. The perfect nutrition in Ozer wards for <laughs> the fighting <laughs> Griffing the spy's tentacle, the medic began to wring it out over the scout's cereal bowl. Hey! The scout yelped, gaping at the bulging appendage above his mm. breakfast. Vinny here, let me show you ShamWow. <laughs> <laughs> what could this milk be? <laughs> The spy objected as well. Oh, thank you. You gave me a, another accent I could do well. Yeah, I believe oh, in you. Oh, hell nah. The engineer said, standing up to approach the sorry scene. Imagine where you came from. Doc, I respect you as a man of science, but you must have never milked anything before in your life. <laughs> he crashed a tentacle and gave a firm, gentle downward squeeze over his coffee cup. <laughs> I can I can, I can, can hear you resisting tr- slipping into something. <laughs> what? Something more comfortable? Mix. Mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Doc, you milk like a blind dingo in teeth. <laughs> oh. The spy said quietly. What? Like this? The scout seized a tentacle and yanked it toward an empty bowl. <laughs> the spy's claws dug into the table. Dijon, you've entered the real core of your role. No, boy. boy. And if he wasn't a cow, you'd have kicked you. Like this. The engineer repositioned the scout's hand and guided him through a few strokes. 
Eh. The spine began, but the heavy broke in. Shall channel channel all your TF2 knowledge. I believe in you. I. I think this man is Russian. He is a large yeah, Russian is. man, but I I know Shell knows that. I just want to see how she decides to do it. Okay, yeah, Shell is a master of TF2 now. Oh God! All right, <laughs> you, just... <laughs> you do it this way. Use more elbow. Good. Nice. Nice. He took a tentacle in his huge, warm hands to demonstrate. The medic watched, fascinated, and copied his large friend. In Russia, on Collective Farm, I milk hundred cow a day. That's your problem. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Demo Mando pine. You do it like a factory. No care, no tenderness for the pure coup. Picked up the tentacle and slicked it tenderly. Holding his breath, the spy sat quite still. You are all weak! The soldier thundered. I knew you'd do this one best. <laughs> the action of a man is bold! Sun Tzu said that! He twisted a tentacle roughly. Ugh. The spy moaned. Shut it, Crouton! You will sacrifice your individual milk for the good of the team! He pinched a sucker firmly. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the was barely a whisper. I've milked a sheep and I've milked a water buffalo, but I never did milk a spy. <laughs> Sorry. He's Australian. <laughs> I, I, I. Let me go Sorry, again. I'm like losing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the sniper set down his coffee cup and gingerly twiddled the end of one tentacle over it. For what it's worth, Malt, that's his only line in the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> there is no other reference to sniper being in this room. Gentlemen. The spy began in a slightly panicked tone, but he could not continue as his tentacles twitched and pulsed in the rhythm of his teammates' caresses. Da -da -da -da. Ouch. Seafood soup. <laughs> <laughs> Not wanting to be left out, the pyro shuffled forward. The Ouch! Seafood soup! Sorry. <laughs> the spy gasped. None. But the mumbling abomination wrapped his rubber-gloved hands around the last remaining tentacle and tugged the full length of the muscular appendage. The <laughs> spy's <laughs> eyes were wide in his flushed face. My eyes were wide for that, too. <laughs> Hey, I think it's coming. The engineer remarked as a bead of white <laughs> appeared at the underside of the tip of the tentacle he was working on. The entire team sped up, trying to be the first it to get It doesn't milk. sound worth it. <laughs> the spy cried out. God. He shuddered, bucking uncontrollably. As thick, creamy spurts of fluid erupted from every tentacle. Hey, it is milk! The <laughs> scout cheered as the white ooze filled his cereal bowl. Oh, it's poison. This is a defense mechanism. <laughs> Please, number. The spy begged as he slid off the chair, utterly spent. Huh. Ignoring him, the scout shoveled a spoonful of cereal into his mouth. He chewed was... once, then spat the mush away. Gah! It tastes like cigarette cheese made in a sewer. That ain't milk at all! I think I could have told you that. 
The engineer stared down at the sweaty, sated spy. May I have another cigarette? The tempted spy sighed from the floor. <laughs> anyway, that was when I discovered that people uh, were fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that was. Mm -hmm. This this people fan fiction is erotic, not erotic and hysterical. Like yeah, funny it was boners. it was it was like it was funny horny. Yeah, it was uh, kind horny. of it was the kind yeah you jerk off and laugh at the same time. It's a jovial <laughs> yeah, Californication. <laughs> <laughs> Use the natural jerks of your body laughing. To yeah. <laughs> oh. It was oh, everything on the fucking thing was like this, but this one specifically stuck with me for like a decade. Like I can't get it out of my head. I, I mean, I can fiction. I can understand why it's beautiful. It sucks. I hate it's so bad. I breakfast. I I love it. Um. Yeah, I definitely would have. If I had stumbled across this, I would have remembered it too, and probably <laughs> I would have showed it to a friend who would have hated it, and then I would remind them of it uh, frequently. <laughs> Just when they think they forgot about it, I would remind them of it. <laughs> I'm suddenly desperately reminded of an old real-life friend I had who wrote nothing but shit like this for NaNoWriMo one year. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Except they ended up writing like 90,000 words of it. Oh no. <laughs> I was just reminded of a friend who did used to exclusively remind me of a fanfiction where a guy fucks a cactus, and I should have picked that one. My bad. <laughs> did that one have did that one have great accents though? Uh, to be fair, Mix did not pick up the accents where I thought he would. There's always episode two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> episode two hundred Heels brings out the cactus fic. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I want Ultras to be part of the episode art. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's a mall. Hey, how many seconds do I get? Actually, here's the thing. I'm not sure if you recall, but you told us how you got into this already. Oh, well, I guess. <laughs> I <true>. said. <laughs> However... Go ahead and pick up from the spot you left out on, because I feel like there was a little more to it. I I guess the real culprit was DeviantArt, because I, uh -huh. I used to go on DeviantArt, and I would post yeah. my art. But then I discovered that people post a lot of really bad things on DeviantArt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. And one of my favorite hobbies became going to DeviantArt and looking at the most recent submissions and just sharing the horrible things I found. And that's, that's really all there is oh, to it. Oh, memories. But I also, I I also had like a creepypasta reading phase. Oh, golly, memories. Uh, Thank God. So what I've brought today, it, it doesn't feel as special as some of your other posts, but... Oh. Uh, it's just some Rugrats creepypasta, you know. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, yeah! So I couldn't find, I don't know who originally wrote this, but it's been reposted on Wattpad well, by, it... by Creatures <laughs> Crawling. I bet that it wasn't, uh, I bet that it wasn't, uh, nobody wrote it. <laughs> oh, what are you talking I mean, about? Nobody wrote it? Because this really happened. Yeah, I mean, this was written by, uh, the, yeah, a real person. By the, yeah, by the truth. This is just history. By Tom Rugrass writer. 
the guy who wrote Rugrats. So, this is called Rugrats Lost Episode, Chucky's Mom. Had got it going on. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you're all prepared to get a little bit spooky. Remember Rugrats? That show on Nickelodeon? Nope. Uh-huh. What yeah, you probably yeah. don't know is that the sh- that the creator of the show, Gabor Xupo, originally planned a late night version of the Rugrats called Rug Rascals to be played at night. Sure. That's that's close enough to the real name. I I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> no, no, they they're spelling. Oh, okay. Uh, Rug Rascals to be played late at night with more adult humor. Because every major channel thought the pilot was too disturbing, they refused to air the show, and as a result, no one really heard about it. However, one station in Wellington, New Zealand, mistakenly played it in the morning, thinking it was a regular Rugrats episode. The pilot and only episode of the show that was seen was called Chucky's Mom. The intro played uh-huh. like normal, but at the end, when Tommy oh, shoots wait, the milk Shockey at the screen... didn't have a mom. Oh, well, we'll see about that. Oh, okay. At the end, when Tommy shoots milk at the screen, the sound effect is much louder, and the oh, milk... No, sim- milk! <laughs> the milk oh. simply stays there for about ten seconds. Oh, no! And then... That is intolerant. <laughs> and then the name Feels of the episode out. appears... The episode played out like normal, with the babies playing in the playpen. They are all talking about their moms when Chucky has a flashback. It had Chucky in hospital, standing next to his mother in bed, who was dying from an unknown illness. She was singing, Chucky. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine, to Chucky in a very weak voice, as if she was about to die. <sighs> what? But when she sang but... the second voice... The song started playing in reverse. Oh no, oh no. Reverse? A shot of Chucky appeared in front of live-action footage of a chicken's head being chopped up. <gasps> said to represent <laughs> death what? by the fans. What? Oh shit, the death represents death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chucky turns around and screams. And when he looks back at his mother, her face has a live-action man's mouth pasted on it, saying... What? <laughs> what? Like those bits from Spongebob? Yeah. <laughs> Who says, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Don't... Oh, wait, in a man's voice. <laughs> Don't worry, Chucky. It's time to move on. In a man's voice. Are we sure this wasn't just a YouTube poop? <laughs> or like I don't know a an adult swim well, short. Uh, if you paid attention to the beginning, it was this is an episode of Rug Rascals, the adult version. Yeah, okay, oh, you're, you're right. right. I'm sorry. All right, where was it's I? It's all of you who are stupid. I remembered that. <laughs> a flurry of live action clips were shown, said to represent death, like a cow walking into a box with. Slaughterhouse, crudely, crudely drawn on the side. <laughs> footage, footage of the LA riot. Other cartoons. Wow! And oh no, footage. other cartoons. <laughs> they don't have actual don't have footage that. of a man suffering from AIDS being killed. What? You can hear Chuck. How do you know he's suffering from AIDS? <laughs> it's implied. It's written on him in in crudely drawn letters. <laughs> oh. it's subtext. Oh, my AIDS. This is for adults. <laughs> my AIDS. <laughs> 
<laughs> a shot of Chucky's mom appears again, <gasps> this time with a chicken's beak crudely pasted on her face, saying, <laughs> This sounds hilarious. In chicken voice. Don't you remember where it all started? <laughs> the episode then cuts to live-action footage of childbirth sonograms. Sonograms during the childbirth? <laughs> do they do those? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hang on, it's empty in here. <laughs> About after one minute of these sonograms, you hear Chucky's mom say, Aren't you a lucky ducky, Chucky? A harlequin fetus appears. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> it you know. appears. <laughs> At this time, you see Chucky come out it's of the like, flashback. It's like, a, it's like Punch. Punch and Judy, but a fetus. <laughs> you know, that you clears everything Chucky up. Come out of the f- <laughs> Sorry, go You ahead. see Chucky come out of the flashback having a seizure. Tommy, Phil, and Lil are crying, and an ambulance worker calms him down, saying, Chucky, Chucky, can you he- Oh, sorry. Chucky, Chucky, can you hear me? In a stern voice. <laughs> hey, stop it. Eventually... After coughing up blood and vomiting, Chucky comes to his senses. We then see a point-of-view shot of Chucky, seeing Tommy, Phil, Lil, and the ambulance worker having live-action chicken beaks on their faces, clucking away. <laughs> this <laughs> photo of a kid... <laughs> a photo of a kid that looks just like Chucky screaming appears, and the camera zooms into it. After this, the regular credits played, followed by 15 minutes of static as the station had nothing else to play. Surprisingly, although the episode was watched by many children, only one adult who was watching me has spoken about it until now. I was unsurprised to find out that children's suicide went higher in New Zealand. Well, I would think so. You're an adult who lived there, apparently. So no one lives in New Zealand. Well, yeah, that's how, that's why no one, no one can confirm this, confirm or deny this, so it's true. (laughs) I just, I always love this shit, cause like, like the conceit of a creepypasta is like, this is a real thing that aired, that they secretly did, like, and it's like, what was the motivation for like a producer to make a shitty, like, Bad chicken. They were twisted. I mean, pres- presumably like- the same reason that literally in real life there is an X-rated episode of Rugrats that only gets shown at conventions. Well, like that even makes sense. Like <laughs> that, like it's like oh, that's like an edgy. Does thing. It? It, it? Yeah, because it'll like get you like notoriety. That makes sense to me. Like this isn't even like like coherent enough to like like what the fuck. <laughs> Well, like, wasn't there even, like, an actual episode where it's like, yeah, she died? Like, wasn't that how that eventually resolved in the actual yes. show? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, might make was. a creepypasta about a real thing. So, may- maybe, maybe this is real. Maybe this is the first creepypasta that's real. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, shit. Oh, my God, my hands are covered in blood now. I've got a, I've got a chicken bee. And in this moment, we're all robot chicken sketches. Yeah, it's honestly... <laughs> that is honestly how I pictured it. Yeah, exactly yeah. like that. That's uh, that's incredibly... That's like, uh, I just I just think it's so fucking... Like, do people... Have they never seen something scary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blood. 
mouths, man voices, scary. Oh, shit. You got me. Like, I guess what I liked about that one, it was almost like an art film. <laughs> as, as somebody that loves, like, horror, Creepypasta is like an alien who's been explained what horror is, <laughs> but not actually allowed to read or consume any of it. <laughs> I love so much the ones that are like, it's a children's show. You wouldn't expect it to be creepy, would you? Oh, <laughs> except yes, I would, because I grew up in the 90s. It's, it's very Try telling that there's like never any Courage creepypasta or Billy and Mandy creepypasta. It's always everything yeah. else. Yeah, there's Billy and oh, yeah. Mandy porn, though. Yeah, well, subverting your expectations. You're right. There is also a webcomic where Mandy did 9 11. 9 11? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, that was exactly literally the thing I was thinking of. Who else remembers that shit? I do. Unfortunately. That shit sucks. Lead man. Uh, The dude's still making comics. Oh, get rid of him. Remember when you were the kind of age where people would recommend you that comic and go, wow, this was really surprisingly good? Then you read it and you go, no, it wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't read it. I'd just go, oh, you're not a friend anymore, and leave. Like, well, I didn't know anything <laughs> about it. I was in high school, Mix. So was I. <laughs> I was an adult. <laughs> Must have been nice. No. <laughs> it was still a bad comic. That's, I mean, that's never been not true, so congratulations, detective. <laughs> Crack the case. So, group three of extra credit, what have you learned in this past hundred episodes? I've been here for all of them. Wow, you learned that. <laughs> That's right. If you, if you, if you, uh, there's, there's exactly one frame of Malt in every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can't really tell if, if he's really there or not. All you hear is a sort of soft clucking. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a clock? I'm sorry. Do you have a good word? Yes! Incredibly good. All I know is that... My bird calls. All I know is that if if one of my exes hasn't shown up on an episode between now and episode 200, then I'm going to have a very interesting episode 200 thing to bring. <laughs> I, I, I will oh, also boy. just have you know that everybody in part one uh, answered this question seriously. <laughs> I oh. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> I have learned yep. that um despite all of my years, like I've been like participating in like internets looking at as a hobby for I don't know, like a decade at least. Oh, yeah. And uh the internet still surprises and delights me to this day. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but there's it, something so it charming about everything sad, being right? awful. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's good when everything's awful and it's charming, rather than everything being awful and it's terrifying. So, yeah. yes. The, the thing is, is that in a decade from now, we're just going to be like the forefront of anthropology, but for the internet. Yeah. You know, that's, are, that is how my actually. boyfriend introduces the concept of my podcast to people. Internet he calls it in- yes. <laughs> we we're the Library uh, is- of Congress of the Internet. <laughs> that is something that uh, Ganny and uh, Ashtu both brought up. Uh, how they, how um, we are so we we've we've inadvertently start uh, become a sort of archive for certain things because there's the, we we have a bunch of stuff that the websites just 
disappear or get blanked mm-hmm. or something right after we record it. And oh, yeah. we become like the last place where it was ever seen. That's kind of why I like, I always like doing, like, I know Tumblr and Reddit are so easy to make docs for, but I really like doing it because of how, like, liminal the content is on those sites. Like, mm-hmm. stuff gets erased so easily. Mm-hmm. And alternatively, yeah. it's also sometimes really, really nice to just, like, find a small forum that is dead and you're like, I, I am seeing the entire history of this forum. I am seeing the stories of all these people from beginning to end. Yeah, that's, or as Beals would say, or as nice. Beals would say, you would get to that forum, you touch the ground, go something happened. Here. <laughs> 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 it's just like the most like accurate image I could come up with when I like come to the internet and there's some like everything's been deleted, now, and I'm like, oh, that's your catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I think like. I genuinely think what I've learned is, like, because, like, Dijon, like, I entered the internet in a very weird place and then rapidly, uh, like, stumbled into atrocity tourism, right? Because Chan culture has, like, that, you know, cringe culture associated with it. And then I quickly learned I don't want to be mean during this, you know, like, so I said I had, like, this rapid development of, like, meshing my personality with the idea of, this shit sucks, I want to laugh at it. And... (laughs) And so, like, like, just the idea that, like, even now, all these years later, I've been doing this for over a decade, you know? Like, my friends and I, like, this is what we do for fun. We'll just find something and giggle about it. Because why wouldn't you? That's delightful. I mean, you mm-hmm. do the same thing window shopping, and you walk by a Spencer's, and you're like, can you believe that that shit exists? That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> I do that all the time, but with regular stores. Well, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about, like, the easiest, lowest-hanging fruit, but sure. Like, <laughs> so, like, you know, you get into that, and that's just fun. And I love that over a decade later, I'm still enjoying that. Yeah. There's still new fruit to grab from these low-hanging branches. It's amazing. <laughs> and also, like, I trust everyone, like, involved in this and F+, to actually, like, have, like, empathy when doing stuff mm-hmm. like this. Like, there was, like, there was a podcast, it was a couple of years ago at this point, where they tried to do something like what F+, does, where they were like, we found a thing that's really stupid on the internet. But then they tried to, like, contact the person and interview them about the stupid thing. And Everyone groaned. It was the most toneless bullshit ever. Like, I could not make it past, like, the second... Like, the second episode was, oh, we found a furry, and we asked them oh, if they're wow. a furry. And it's like... Tell me how like, weird you are. Are you Tyra? <laughs> and then, any- anyway, the two women went on to be BuzzFeed writers, so, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. That's way to bury the lead, Nix. That's so wow. fitting. Wow. What a fitting ending. The only yeah. other fitting ending, the only under, other ending that would be more fitting is if you had said that then went on to make a different podcast called My Favorite Murder. <laughs> God. Like, I, I, the, I thought said a thing for a minute, right, where they'd interview people. And I actually kind of like that because they did it respectfully and with like a genuine, so what's this about? Like, kind of attitude. I've, I've actually seen, like, the sentiment around occasionally that's like, I kind of wish they'd do another episode or two of that, because sometimes you just want to actually, like, like, no, like hear it up? from themselves, like. Yeah. What is your what? deal? Like, if Why? somebody that Why was like, I'm into, this? like, if one of the hoop earring people that weren't creepy was like, I want to talk about it. Uh, 
It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> it is possible. But like, I, if they were like, I want to talk about why I'm into this, I'd be like, okay, I'll hear you out. Like, I would what love am to I hear them out. <laughs> what am I hand, losing here? On the other hand, with fetish with fetish forums, they're often like, often all too like. Yeah, that's just it. It's not actually that much of a mystery. There. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, for 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 me, it's like I want to hear what they say when they're talking to somebody who's not a part of that community. Right. How do versus they what they say? It? Yeah, like the ex- externalizing it from other people that are like me. Like maybe I it's guess just is, maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just my experience, or maybe it's my age. But <laughs> I actually, I, I I just I feel like look, I am. Yep, I am still the oldest person on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Grandmama, um, Grandmama, please post my podcast for me. Why do you think I have guests from the F Plus on so I can feel young again? <laughs> wow! <laughs> and because I love them. Come on down to Mima shells, poor boots. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to me, I don't know. It's just I kind of don't want to know what they would try to tell like an average person because honestly I still kind of come from the mindset of you really don't need to share these things it's you can do them and if you're in your weird little community where you love to talk about it then that's great yeah but no I completely agree with you for what it's worth like, 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 I just, so I, if somebody was like, oh, can I try to explain this to you? I'd probably be like, I, you know, you don't have to. <laughs> it's, it's totally morbid curiosity is the thing. Like, I, if we had an actual platform, I would be like, yeah, we don't need that. But like, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like, like, I, I, w- I would be interested to learn more about these people. Um, it, Like, again, like I've been listening to like, I listen to the F plus every time I cook. So uh, I just go back through old episodes, and, like, half the time I'm like, these people are having a schizophrenic break, and I wish I could talk to them and just, like, hash it out and be like, hey, have you considered maybe you're having a schizophrenic break? And, like, that's not gonna be helpful, you know, but, like, it is yeah, I think, an urge yeah, I have I think, to be like, what's, what's wrong with you and how can we fix it? I think that's the, <laughs> I think that's, like, would be, like, the biggest problem with it, is that I think that you're going to find that, uh, so, like some subset of people are going to be too crazy to talk to. Oh, for <laughs> um, sure. Pe- I bet that's why they shut down are the are so show. completely wrapped up in their own self, like, like, like their 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 own inner life that they're impossible to talk to, uh, and that is why they're on the internet talking to nobody. <laughs> so why they're shouting into a void is because they cannot communicate. Um, oh, I, I think we've gotten off topic of like what did we learn from. Yeah, our show no. specifically though. We got off topic, really? That never. never. <laughs> uh, We've never. All right, so d- d- delete that thought I was having. <laughs> group one didn't have this problem. Listen, the problem oh, is that we're all very good friends and we love perfect. each other and we're good at chatting. Yeah, they I, talked about that too, just, but in a sensible way. I just no have way. ADHD. So? Like I, it's just ADHD. I'm sorry, Michelle. I hope you choke on a piss ant. <laughs> and if you want to choke on a piss ant <laughs> so I have to do this three times but I learned that so far I've learned that no matter how long we've been doing this podcast 
everybody involved has kind of been just doing the atrocity tourism thing for as long as the F plus has been on anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. we've all been at this for, like, ten years. Yeah, yeah no. The F-Plus is a relatively recent development in my life. I've been listening to the F-Plus since, like, episode 50-something. Oh, see, I didn't get on until super late. I've, I've been listening since high school. Oh, I was, For some reason, I was like, I don't. they would not want to talk to me, so I won't involve myself with them. And then my boyfriend was like, you just submit a fucking doc. So I was like, the next thing you find to do a doc... Make it a doc, and that's how the caregiver doc happened. And that's how Mix the Doc Maker was born. <laughs> yeah, I got bullied Nick into is it. Pretty prolific. I mean, that's not surprising. Uh, we you, we bullied you into a lot too. Yeah, to be fair, Mix, you're very easy to bully. Oh uh, well, <laughs> I can't argue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I'd give you a swirly if you did. That's not what this episode's supposed to be about. You're right, Malt. You're right. I was thinking how nice all of you were, but... No. I guess you really have learned something tonight. <laughs> yeah. I know all you out there have been listening, so you probably already know this, but if you want to listen to any of the other 99 episodes behind us, and... Just go on down to thefmin.us. Um, uh, you'll, you know, you can leave a comment there. You can, you know, you can redirect some people there. Uh, it'd be really great if you introduced us to people you think would like us. Um, yeah. And if you are in the area or you kind of just want to get involved with the community and just meet people the way that we did, uh, honestly, you should go to Ball Pit. That's B-A-L-L-P dot I-T. Pay your $10 uh, to register, and you're set to post in uh, every thread. So maybe just check it out, and you might be surprised who you find. You might find, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll talk to you, or, like, Nix will talk to you, or maybe the... <laughs> Or maybe the medic from Team Fortress 2 as a lizard tar will find talk to you. Excuse yeah, me, maybe. that's Crocus Sniper. Oh, the, is, oh that's the sniper? Even, don't get into the fucking... I told you the site imploded. That's why it imploded. I will get into is, this later. Is this Dishonored? It's been a hot minute since I've played Dishonored, but I think that's just... <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for listening. No one else is gonna say bye. Fine. Oh well, you yeah, didn't say no, bye. Yeah, no. You didn't, you didn't, say, you bye didn't know you were saying bye. We tried to honor you. I was for you to say bye, so I could say bye. We try to respect you. I said thanks for listening. Yeah, that's not a bye. I'm trying to do it. That's a, that's a pause for somebody to quip. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Bye. Do a serious thing and bye. just be nice and have a whole bunch of people. Bye, like, everybody. Have us all together to like nicely bye. reflect. On our time together, Bye. and it's just nothing but interruptions.